we're back. We're back. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I am Dan Ray. I made it. Yeah. Back from the back from the uh, the uh, vacations. Yonder. Yonder. That, you know, supposedly. How was it? Yeah. Uh, it was great. Yeah. It was, um, uh, we went to a place called St. George Island, which is on the forgotten coast, which I think is a terrible name, um, for a place if you're trying to get people to go there. But, um, it's kind of near, uh, an area called Apalachicola, which uh-huh. is kind of in the Northern part of the panhandle. Um, super chill. It's an Island with like three restaurants and like not a whole lot to do. Cool. So it was me and my entire family and all of the siblings and spouses and children's all in one house. And we mostly made it through. Okay. Good. Good. Nothing, nothing too terribly dramatic, but it was just kind of cool. We just, you know, we went to the beach and we did stuff and we ate dinner at home and it was great. Very nice. Very nice. I did get a tan. You want to see what a tan looks like on a guy like me? I do. For those of you looking um, uh, at this, not on the video, it looks pretty darn pale. But like, eh? it's a difference between like, I would say like raw and me, uh, uh, and rare. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's still pretty bad, but it's for me, that's a big deal. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I can see it on your cheeks. It's yeah. You clearly spent some time. Well, it's also really hot where I am. So I don't know about you. Is it hot where you are, Dan? Presently? No, my, um, my desk here is over the, an AC vent. And so my toes get cold all day long from the AC blowing on them. So I have to wear socks while I work in the, in the, in the summer, I have to wear socks. Have a, I've got one of the band's air movers blowing on my feet right now so that I'm not completely sweating. I decided to to wear a nice shirt, you know, make sure that, you know, people know that we're just not phoning it in. Even those of you who are just listening out there in podcast Berg. Allow me to vouch for the shirt. It's quality. Yeah, it's an H and M shirt. It's got it's got little pink flamingos on it. It's black. It's 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 nice. It's good. So, I um I did tune into the uh, episode last week. I, I really enjoyed the conversation you had with uh, Mike Schulte from the Pork Tornadoes. Um, I love Mike Schulte. Hear you guys talk. Uh, I did tune in towards the end of it as you were doing it live, and figured I'd throw my two cents into the. <laughs> And for those of you who uh, who check us out on YouTube, uh, I actually put a picture of myself in an episode I wasn't even in uh, because I can do that. Yeah, when you edit the thing, it's gives true. You massive powers. So, uh, is Odin Brewing sponsoring uh, your evening tonight as well? No, this is a uh, Mauricio Lorca Reserve Malbec that I'm enjoying tonight. Ooh, yeah. I have a mango bubbly. I love a mango bubbly. Sparkling water. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, bubbly has some flavor to it. Um, unlike some other brands that sort of were in a Don't. room with a fruit one time. Yeah. And yeah, in a room with a fruit. Yeah. Like that, like walk through. Yeah. Made with fruit, made in the same place as fruit, but not never touched. Yeah. Kind of like that, like disclaimer that like this was made in a factory that may contain nuts. That's right. That's right. Kind of the same. That's right. That's right. LaCroix may contain a whiff of flavor. Indeed. I still enjoy it, but. Yeah, of course. This is all super interesting for everybody. We're doing great so far. I think so. Um, This is a very interesting uh, week for us because 
at least on <laughs> my end. We have things. Um, I, I'm turning money down. I know. Like left and right. I know. It's crazy. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about what, what's going on there. So um, I had a couple of scenarios pop up where I was looking at certain situations and just starting to feel not right about them. So first thing was the, um, the gig that I've been talking about literally for months now. Mm -hmm. The one that was supposed to happen on July 24th, um, the production guy reached out and he's like, so what kind of tops and subs are we talking about? And I was like, oh, yeah, we haven't really discussed any of this. I haven't really thought about it. And um, where I am, numbers are going up and not down. And um, it just got really, I, it was like, I was thinking about it. And then Amber said something. And then Bed said something. And then a couple of other things happened. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is the right thing to do. So this morning, I sent an email to them and said, well, I can tell you exactly what I said. And I think this is this is something, this is a good lesson for those of you who are kind of staring down the barrel of this kind of stuff and you um, you want to make sure that you handle it the right way. Um, these are the exact words that I used Please. for Please. this deal. Yeah. Hey, client name. Given the current situation and where the numbers are headed, we would feel much more comfortable rescheduling this date. I know we were waiting for the governor to make the call on this, but with the mask order and social distancing being a challenge, we as a group do not feel comfortable putting on the show we would want to play in this current situation. Yeah. We haven't been together in months and we really, like all caps, want to perform, but we are not sure how to do so in a way that doesn't put our audience and your city's residents at risk. If you'd like to discuss further, do not hesitate to reach out. Good. And, um, about like later on in the afternoon, I got a response back. We actually met this morning and made the same decision. Hey. So uh, I didn't end up being the bad guy, but the governor has extended the order until July 31st. And so now we're looking at uh, late September, early October. And then we'll just, we'll see what that looks like. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. So there was that. And then um, the, the gentleman who uh, I was, who had asked me to fill in for him on some wedding dates. I checked back in with him. And he was like, as far as I know, the dates are still happening. But his whole plan was that he was going to go with his girlfriend to Europe. And for those of you who aren't watching the news, you can't go to Europe if you're in America. Yeah, Europe's off. Uh, they won't. Yeah. The border. <laughs> it's not happening. Fox close. It's just not happening. Who should have yeah. <laughs> so, um, told you? Yeah. I I wrote back to him and was like, hey, man, is this still happening? He's like, as far as I know, but, um, you know, I may be canceling my, my plans. And I was like, listen, if you can let give me the heads up before the 1st of August, you can keep your money. Um, you know, he's like, that's really cool. You didn't really have to do that. I was like, listen, all things considered, I'm, we're doing pretty okay. And, you know, I know that 200 bucks in your pocket would probably mean more than 200 bucks in mine. So just go ahead and hang on to it. So if it happens, it happens. And I'll, I'll take you know, if he feels like he wants to pay me, I'm not going to fight him on it. Um, and given some news that I got uh, earlier this evening, um, we'll be talking about some <laughs> some other things. You might be hearing more Patreon requests oh. or things, <laughs> okay. uh, given our, our current circumstance. Right. So, Well, I have, um, those of you who have been around for a few episodes, and I've got a pair of gigs planned for this weekend that um, essentially I've just come to the same conclusion about as you. Um, with the help of my wife, who is less um, risk uh, um, willing 
than I am. And uh, at some point I realized it was <laughs> either I was going to be the jerk who canceled late or I was going to be the jerk who made my wife have a panic attack for two weeks after I played a gig. And um, there's one of those jerks I'm willing to be and the other that I am not. And so, um, so yeah, that's that's how those are going to going to go. And I had um, had a little Zoom meeting with uh, Clanky Lincolns just this evening um, to uh, let them know that. And, you know, they were all, I mean, I've been talking with them. They're, we were excited. We were all excited and all feeling weird about it, feeling like it was, I don't know, sketchy and going to gonna take some management and take some, and um, uh, aside from the which jerk do I want to be, there was also the like, um, this isn't a main piece of revenue for any of us, right? We treat it like a business. We treat it seriously. But, you know, fundamentally, if it doesn't bring complete, uncomplicated joy, maybe that's a sign. Maybe we shouldn't be forcing it, right? Yeah, it, it's crazy to think about because, like, in this particular situation, like, you and I have really been, like, chomping to the bit to yeah. get back out there and performing. But I think, like, being faced with the reality of the situation – um, I think we both kind of realized like, oh, wow, yeah. like there are things that are more important than feeding my yeah. fragile yeah. ego. Yeah. I mean, you here know? are our numbers. Um, have, has your, your numbers have taken a sharp turn to the north. Is yeah, that, they're not. It's not good. Yeah. Ours are continuing to stay linear growth. Like we haven't gone parabolic, um, which is great uh, compared to some states, but not great compared to how we'd like it to be. And um, yeah, so... You just got to do the, do the right thing, I think. Yeah. And, you know, this week, um, a, a person that I, I worked with at my previous job um, contracted it at 37 weeks pregnant and um, had to have an emergency C-section. Wow. And now she's, she's not doing well. And, um, you know, that's the first time, like, a person that I've, like, shared life with um, has been affected by that in a direct way that I could see. Uh, so it definitely made it a lot more real. And, you know... I, I'm not one of those people that have been flipping about it up to the point that it affected me. But, um, the fact that it does affect me does make a big difference. It gets real. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you the, one of the first, well, the first, um, fatality in my County who they save it, set a name for, um, mm -hmm. was a former client of mine. And, uh, sure. and I worked with him for years and, um, uh, old, mu you know, much older guy retired, you know, in, in the age group. And, um, um, but yeah, no, <laughs> given that it's been real to me for the whole time that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to playing, but I feel like there are ways of doing things responsibly. For sure. You know, um, my, uh, co-front man, Justin, we were just chat catching up cause it's been four five months since we've seen each other. Uh, just bought a new house, just moved into a new house and it is on a cul-de-sac and he's been meeting yeah. his neighbors and talking about he's in a band. And uh, so there is some interest maybe for like an afternoon socially distanced cul-de-sac party, which I think that's very workable. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, that's really the, the, the workable model yeah, moment. I think so. Um, I talked to some of the guys and said, Hey, maybe you want to do like go to the winery and do something like that. And um, there's, there's some kind of tepid enthusiasm around something like that so i think we may try something like that yeah. but it would be something where we wouldn't advertise it would just be like let's show up let's play just to just for the joy of doing it right. um you know maybe make a couple of bucks but it wouldn't be like a money-making venture it's more of just a let's go and do something yeah for yeah if we if we did call the sack party it would be for the neighbors and maybe a couple of diehard fans yeah we've been missing so 
So in our neck of the woods, um, a venue is doing a very large outdoor festival this weekend, huh. um, like an all day deal. Um, I don't know if you saw the video I posted of the promo that I shot for my, um, my old bandmate. Yeah. Um, that thing has 14,000 views so far. Nice job. That's which good. Is, considering I literally shot it like here, like in this exact spot. Right, right, right. So somebody has, you know, somebody, something somebody did in my basement has been seen 14,000 times in like two weeks. So that's pretty wow. cool. Um, but they have been, you know, masks are required and social distancing is like they've, they've kind of, it's a big, like massive outdoor. It's like a, like a horse park. <laughs> like, so it's like covered with like arena seating and that kind of thing. And they're going to be spreading people out, but it's, it's a big deal. And I know they're probably going to do well. Um, but I would still feel like there would still, even if there was kinds of things were still happening, I'd still feel like a precautions need to be taken. Like I'd bring sure. my mics. I'd do all the things that would like make sure I was the only person touching my gear. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, there have been some other events that were kind of large and not as well regulated that caught some flack in this area. And, um, it's just kind of, it, it's a tricky business. Like, you know, talking about branding, like that's something that you may have to consider. Um, for those of you who keep up with music news, uh, Great White played an event um, a couple weeks back, I think in North Dakota. It was a fully unregulated show and no yeah. masks, and no distancing. Yeah, and crazy. They caught all kinds of flack and they kind of gave a very unacceptable... <laughs> apology it was weak. like sorry for fulfilling her obligations like, yeah right nah, dude, no don't do that uncool just, i mean that part is, that's part of why like canceling seemed like the right f- thing for me because i really did not want like latest outbreak was at a crappy local band the clark lichens you know i just didn't really want to go there right yeah the clark lichens oh man it's bad news all around um there ha- there's been some good news though. Yes. Um, and hopefully I, we're going to try and schedule an interview with somebody who got to do something really cool. Yeah. Figured it and out. Maybe the kind of roadmap to get us back out there full time. Um, we're still hammering out details, but that should be on the somewhere in the pipeline. Also, is it not this weekend that we have the, um, the other big thing happening? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe some, need- maybe some, some pretty emails. cool events happening in the next, uh, next episode yeah for sure um so yeah i mean that's kind of where where i'm at right now um i am going to be looking to do some probably some solo acoustic things because i again mitigating risk doesn't feel like a big deal i'm not really too worried about it um the big news in our world at least here is that um school board has announced that they are not going back yeah semester the fall semester um, which is challenging for lots and lots of people. It's further confounded by the fact that we've got a kindergartner who kind of needs to be somewhere. Right. So we have spent basically all day today in conference calls and filling out forms and stuff to try to get him into some sort of private program. Um, but those things aren't cheap. And so uh, I've got to figure out a way to come up with a pretty sizable amount of money to uh, put our kids into school so that they can have a somewhat normal experience. So yeah. uh, we do have a PayPal account and a Patreon account. And <laughs> just fine. So if you, uh, uh, anything you can do, that yeah. would be super cool. Adam's education fund. You know, we have um, our school system here. It's just, a, it's a disaster. It's, it's um, the governor decided that they could go at least the, 
intermediate, the not full back into school. The individual school systems could do full distance if they wanted, but they could also do something in, in the middle. And the county here uh, basically said, what? We have to pl- plan a thing? What? What? And um, the superintendent said, there's no way we're going to be ready for socially distanced going back to school. There's not a chance of that. What she'd like to see is five weeks of remote and then reconsider. And it's like, how can so okay plan around that right five weeks and then maybe i mean and and of course that has been the name of this tune this whole time but um it's really really frustrating to not have i wish they had come out like like your county and just said we're not doing it um well but to be fair like like literally less than two weeks ago they were like we're going back it's august 17th we're going right um and the you know the way they kind of kind of framed it is like when we said that there were 600 cases in this area, right. as if there are 1,200, yeah, that's not that's not the way the numbers should be going right. for us to be talking about, you know, right. creating this super spreader event. So yeah, yeah. Well, and you, you know the schools are going to be exactly the way the restaurants have been. Oh, we're open, we're open. Oh no, sorry, we're closed. Two weeks. See you in two weeks. Oh, we're open again. Oh, yeah, two weeks. Yeah. <sighs> so basically, we've been looking at they've been doing summer camp all summer long. And they've had zero confirmed cases and they are implementing further kind of like fail safes and stuff. So as long as we can get in and we can get them in the, in the building and it's a whole thing, then that would be great. Good. It's just finding the funds. Yeah. Well, and so, speaking of funds, yeah. one way to have less is to sell stuff on reverb. <sighs> what do we think about that? Yeah. So, um, for those of you who are reverb people, um, reverb is like, just like a thing that I pop up every morning. Totally. It's like, what's, you know, what's in my feed. Yeah. Uh, and I'm always looking on there for just whatever. Uh, I got an email earlier this week that basically the first sentence was, Hey, guess what? We're taking this 3.5% uh, commission fee that we've been taking. We're going to add another one and a half percent. We're going to take 5%. And their justification was we're going to pour it into SEO and all of this stuff. But like, it doesn't really like, I don't, they didn't necessarily bury the lead because they, they said what they were going to do immediately, yeah. but it uh, puts them in a really weird position because they are now taking the highest commission out of any reseller website on like in this realm, yeah. you know, yeah. for all its fault, for all of Craigslist faults and eBay and Facebook marketplace, like, um, they don't take 5%. No. Now the trade-off of course is that they don't have as qualified traffic. Yeah. Right. People aren't there shopping for music stuff necessarily. I mean, you know, a lot, lot are, but yeah. the reverb, I think, I think the reverb visitor is a smarter shopper probably than on any of those sites. Whether that helps you or not as a seller, I'm, I'm not clear. But like, if you're selling like a $3,000 piece of gear, they're, they're going to take like 150 bucks yeah. out of that process yeah. or out of action. So, um, I think there's going to be this weird ripple effect. Um, the used market prices are going to go up Probably so. because there's going to be some sort of course correction to try to get through that. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people are upset. I'm, I'm not super stoked on it. Um, luckily I don't have a, any gear that I need to sell right now. Um, but if I did, I'd be putting it up like now right. and trying to get it, you know, out from under me before uh, the, these processes take effect. Cause uh, could be, could be not great. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, and it'll but be interesting to see how roughly it, two to five percent more for used gear online right, in general. Right, it'll be interesting to see if it sticks. I mean, yeah, if they lose a bunch of a bunch of listings, 
they'll have to rethink, right? That's yep. that's the the risk they're taking there. Well, and that that is the price you pay for capitalism, as uh, the market will dictate whether or not this is a good idea. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe they've got they probably have projections on if we lose X amount, we can still make X oh, more. Absolutely. Of- no, listen, as a, as a product person, yeah, this was this was not unconsidered. I'm, <laughs> I'm no. quite sure. It's like you hear those stories where like the like the the um which one was, was it for the Ford Pinto where they were like it would be cheaper yeah. to pay for the lawsuits yeah. when this these cars explode. Yeah, sure they explode some. Sure. Engineer the sure, sure. I mean of course they explode some. What do you, you can have a Pinto so, that doesn't explode some? Come on. My favorite one of those is that um I used to have uh, a Dodge Charger. Mm. Like one of the it was like a it was a former fleet vehicle. It was it was something I bought from like a whatever. And um, at some point, the gear shift just stopped working. Mm. Like you couldn't put the thing, pull the thing out of park. So I started doing research and there's this little piece of plastic that initiates when the brake is depressed, you can then move the gear. Yeah. They made the part pink in the car because they knew that it was going to fail. So to make it easy to find wow. in the mechanism of the console they made it pink <laughs> well so, that's forward thinking right there um, that's i did i went on rockauto.com and they make they made a metal version of that part and i put it back in and then i immediately sold that car because i was like if this is the one thing if they're making pink parts like i don't want to know what else is in this car that i haven't you know yeah, that hasn't broken yet Adam, so. you gotta understand they saved 2.37 cents per one of those pink parts so, right but you know, you, you scale that up and, and like, those are serious. That's big money. Like they sat in a meeting. They're like, just make it pink. Yeah. And then they moved on. Yeah. We're not going to spend, we're not going to spend those extra 2.73 cents to make it metal. No. Pink dye is a whole lot cheaper. Put that in the plastic. It's crazy. It's crazy. So considering the, the inevitable future, school's not coming back. Things aren't, you know, we're canceling our own shows at this point because of factors. Yep. Um, you're not going to be playing anytime soon. Like if you're in a band, you just need to go ahead and just like, it, you know, we've been saying it and we've been kind of like prepping for it, but like, this is the reality of the situation. Yeah. So this is the now what scenario. What are you going to do with this creative energy that you've got um, that you can't pour into, um, into playing shows um, what can you do to continue to uh, push your brand forward? What can you do in order to continue to um, be present in social media and just out in your community? What are the things that you can do in order to um, just keep your visibility up? Those are really the things that um, that you need to kind of consider in this particular instance. Um, and at least in my case, the way that I've been, I've, I've tried to kind of like, like ball them all into like one particular focus. And, um, that's been uh, merch design. Right. So, um, for those of you who follow the bands and also, you know, the podcast now has a merch line that I'm slowly kind of building up. Um, I have added, uh, I've added masks to our stores. So we now have, I think six or seven different styles. I've been going in and kind of revamping, uh, the MTV logo with different backgrounds. Like I really kind of like tried to find ways to make it super versatile and like kind of cater to a bunch of different tastes and that kind of thing. Um, as well as adding the mask, because at this point it's going to be 
something that um, people are going to be wearing. And um, I, I'll tell you this, I, I put up, I put just like a black mask on today and I was like super bummed. I was like, it's kind of boring. You know, the way that w- I've got a couple that have like mustaches on them. Yeah. Like I kind of like the fact that it can be an extension of your personality. Sure. So I, I felt, I feel like um, if you're not looking at those kinds of things um, and I was a hundred percent inspired by um, your, uh, your, your effort to DIY those. Uh, but because I am lazy, uh, I opted to let Threadless do the uh, do all the work. Good. So for those of you who don't have a merch line, I would highly recommend looking into setting one up. Um, you can go so many different routes. Like if you go Dan's route, Dan went ahead and bought a you know a, basically like the big iron-on press and um, all of the materials, and he's making them himself, yep. which gives you the ability to. Um, do a number of things. One of the, the primary focus of doing something like that is that you can you can do um, very small runs of very specific items, and you can do them at a very low cost, very low overhead. Yep. And you, things turn around, and, and, and you know you could do a, a limited run of something, and, and you know make way more per unit. Sure. Um, well, but you can mix and match units too. You can get you know a bunch of different kinds of shirts and do you know a few ringers and a few girl shirts and a few V-necks and you know you're not tied to runs of fifty or whatever at minimum. For sure, um, you know, in my case, um, I when I've been in original bands uh, a lot, and um, we I've definitely been in multiple groups where we bought did the big merch buy, and then ended up with like just hundreds. <laughs> shirts we could not get rid of we're like who wants a free t-shirt and people are like no thanks nah. you're just like <laughs> you're just stuck with these things so um <laughs> some random opener it, like I don't, yeah i don't need your shirt guy yeah here have a shirt no mm, no yeah, it's okay they don't want them it's okay nobody wants them um but so what we ended koozies, up doing is going the the merch fulfillment route you now you've done well with like koozies and yeah, so like as far as that goes, like that doesn't feel like merch to us. Those are those are promotional giveaways. Sure. And so I'm going through. Um, we we had sunglasses for a period of time. Um, we've done the koozies, and those were just things that we just threw into the audience that we were just like, yeah. these are throwaways. These are this is money that is just there to be. It's like business cards as far as we're concerned. They're 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 bought to be thrown out. Yeah. Um, as far as merch goes though, I feel like the upfront cost is much more significant mm. and the management of inventory and all the other factors kind of make it a non-starter for a lot of groups. And, and that totally makes sense. Um, so we opted to do a fulfillment package instead. So, um, there's a lot of those companies out there. Uh, the one that we opted to go with is uh, threadless. And, uh, for those of you who don't know what threadless is, you should definitely go to threadless.com because they have great. It's basically just a, an art marketplace. Yeah. It is a marketplace for creatives to um, post their art and they are basically in the process, in the, in the business of printing and distributing them. So it's not just, um, it's not just t-shirts. Uh, they do. Started there though. That was the, how it began. Of course. Yeah. Um, and, but that's one of the reasons why I really love what they do because they continually are adding new products. Yeah. So if you, you know, for a person like me, I can take a design that was initially meant to be on a t-shirt and then they're like, Hey, guess what? We're doing skateboard decks now. So now I can sell skateboards. Cool. And they've got, they, they do slip on van style shoes and they do, uh, notebooks and tote bags and beach towels and like, you name it. Like you can, you can turn 
your design into one of those products. Um, and so a couple of weeks ago, they're like, we're going to start doing face masks. So you had to request them to add it to your store. And I did. And members only got the, like the thumbs up before the, the podcast account did. So um, I made, I think six or seven different styles. And um, the, the coolest thing for me is that um, they're taking a portion of those proceeds and donating it to a uh, charity called MedShare, which is a, a charity based in Atlanta that I've actually like gone to their warehouse and done work for previously. Cool. Um, that was, that was good. Like that just was like icing on the cake as far as I was concerned. Um, and they're a little pricey, like their, their, their prices are going to be a little bit higher. The way that it works though, is that they're taking the brunt of the, you know, the business and the manufacturing and stuff. So you get like a flat rate per unit and that rate is roughly between two and five bucks per whatever you sell. But, um, we posted the, um, the masks yesterday and then I did like a full kind of like social media blitz on all of our channels, including this one, just to kind of show people how it worked. And um, sold half a dozen of them hey, yesterday. You know, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. So I'll have twenty bucks coming into my PayPal in a couple, couple weeks. Ching. But the cool thing about those kinds of things is that once the once those things exist and you have like documentation of them, it does kind of cause this cyclical kind of like momentum sure. to uh, to flow up. So um, the guys in the band actually, we just did like a big group buy of a bunch of the different styles of the merch that we we already have. Um, the 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 newest design that we have is is in big block letters it says don't stand so close to me yeah like the police song yeah. i just thought that was a a smart idea Spinning. so we have um we have that in shirts and masks now as well and um sold a fair amount of those already and you know maybe we'll sell some more and every little bit helps yeah so um you have talked about certain design uh applications that you use yes. what are the ones that you've messed around with or that you're you're a fan of um, well, for sort of page oriented, layouty oriented things, um, I like pages it comes with, yeah, with, uh, Mac OS and it's mm-hmm. excellent, um, for that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I used to get back in the day when I was designing stuff, I was using uh Quark express. Um, and I have not found anything pages can do, you know, Quark express did that pages couldn't completely handle. It's just it's a fully competent layout application. Yeah. Um, for graphic design, you know, I use when I need to modify something photo-y or um otherwise picture-y, it's um um I use the GIMP, which is the open source version of Photoshop. Um Tell us about GIMP. GIMP is an open source version of Photoshop. <laughs> and uh it does all the stuff Photoshop does, layers and colors and all that stuff, you know, painting, it's a painting program. It's not for drawing lines or um, really laying text out. It's for um, manipulating photos and images and things like that. So when I've needed to do that, I do, I do it there. Um, and then um, for sort of general postery, stickery, you know, social media imagey kind of stuff. Lately I've been all about Canva, C-A-N-V-A, yep. uh, which is a web application that um, has templates in all the sizes you want. Facebook event cover and Instagram post cover and uh, just all, you know, flyers and stuff you'd print and stuff you'd put online. And um, that's one of the best things about about that is because, you know, if, you, if you're going to make 
a piece of art for online use, you need to know where it's going and you need to know the target sizes. You need to know how to, how to shape all the files. You need to know what file types they want. You need to know, there's a lot to know to really prep that art for, for online distribution. And, um, Canva already knows it and sets up templates for you and you just fill them in, which is magic. And then they've got a way of saying, okay, take this and transfer it into that, transform it into that and transform it into that. And it does. Okay. You usually have to sort of fine tune the layout as you change sizes, but, uh, but it does well for that. You can take a full page flyer and poke a button and have it be the size of a Facebook event. And it's great for that. Um, and it comes with a bunch of template stuff that are sort of good ideations, thinking starters. Um, I don't know that any of them are, I wouldn't use any of them straight out of the can. Um, yeah. but they're good to start, start you, start your work. Um, yeah, we had talked about that in uh, a couple episodes back yeah. about like creation and stuff for flyers and getting out of ruts and things like that. Yeah. So I want to talk about uh, a software that I went ahead and purchased uh, that I am like just super over the moon about. That- uh, so you and I are both Mac guys. Yeah. I don't know if that's any mystery to anybody here, um, but uh, there is a there is a um, an application called Pixelmator Pro. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's um it's like forty nine dollars, fifty nine dollars. It's 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 not super expensive and it does all the stuff that photoshop does and it does it in roughly the same way that photoshop does it and um you know talking about pages like pages is definitely like my go-to for laying out things because it's so easy and it's so intuitive um the only downside with pages is that you can't export it the export options are fairly limited Mm. you know you can export it as like a word file or a pdf or that kind of thing but like you can't really like get nitty-gritty into like the image files because it just doesn't do that you have to like put it out and then you have to like put it into preview and then preview can export it from one to the other, but you can't do things like alpha channels or any of the stuff that Photoshop that's does. True. So that's true. Um, Pixelmator is, um, I would say it's kind of like a good mix between what you're talking about, what GIMP is doing and what Canva is doing. Mm-hmm. Cause it does have the templates that are kind of pre-built for, um, you know, Facebook, you know, headers and that kind of thing. Um, the things that I like the most about it is that one, it is intuitive. If you know how Photoshop works relatively, it works almost exactly the same. Um, it does have a lot of the Mac kind of pagey kind of interfaces and like interactions. Um, and then it's got direct iCloud support. So like when you create, when you create something in Pixelmator, it saves to an iCloud drive folder in Pixelmator. Nice. you know, in my case, I've got this machine that I'm on right now. And then I've got my work machine. Both of those have all of the files that I've made in Pixelmator so far. There's an iOS version that also links into that as well. Um, but it's what I've been using to manipulate these PSD files that um, that my designer friend gave me for those the MTV logo. Mm-hmm. So I've been going in there and switching out backgrounds and doing different, you know, textures and that kind of thing. So um, it's been a, a slam dunk as far as I'm concerned. It's good in the prices, right? If I sell six more masks, I'll have it paid off. <laughs> Sweet. <you know? laughs> Love it. Love it. So uh, for those of you who are in the market for a, a product like that, Pixelmator Pro is what I've used to make all of the merch um, that you see on um, the CoverBank Confidential account as well as all the members-only stuff. So two thumbs up. Highly recommend. I still don't have Check. myself ordered a uh, Rockmore Sucklass shirt, but I need one. No, I haven't gotten any of our stuff yet um, because I did spend like – $80 worth of members only merchandise. And I still need to get uh, a couple of masks for sure. So. Sure. sure. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, Let's see. are you watching anything fun on TV? Um, so wifey and I just finished what we do in the shadows. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's genius. Uh, so good. 
my um my brother my brother-in-law and um sister were talking about like because we hadn't made it all the way through the second season like oh you haven't even met ricky day tony tony yet ricky so Daytona, like he's incredible like, that's the toothpick yes that's it that's it and, and the blue jeans the blue jeans also crucial be important yeah. um yeah. so there's that and then um we our our youngest is actually with uh his grandparents this week so we've just got the nine-year-old and uh, we watched we watched Ant Man last night, awesome. which was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Have you seen Hamilton yet? Oh yeah, dude. Dude, it's, uh, it was it's like stunningly good. It's one of those shows where you you hear people talk about it, and you're like, "There's no way it can be as good as people are talking about." I don't know how many times I've heard somebody say something about a show or a movie or an album, or whatever, and then. I'm just so let down because the hype was so big. Yeah. I don't think it's fair how good Hamilton is. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's exceptional. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It's, and, it's, it's amazing on a lot of levels. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, the reason I ask is because I'm currently engaged in my every five year rewatch of Twin Peaks. Okay. And, uh, uh, that thing holds up. It's still creepy as anything. It's, uh, well, I mean, if something's weird in the nineties, it's probably still weird now. Yeah. 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 It's, and it's, it's it was good. super weird then. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was super weird. Then I watched it when it first aired, which tells you how old I am. Um, yeah. and like, uh, old. like old, like really, really old. And then, um, really? the third season, which came out a couple of years ago and is, you know, modern David Lynch. It's like nonlinear and, doesn't make any sense and is doesn't feel like the first two seasons. It's a really different experience from the first two seasons. Um, but yes, I'm very much enjoying that. We're homing in on the the big reveal of the first major arc of the show. And so, well, who's killed Laura Palmer? Well, that is what we're about to. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. spoil it. You can me? There's still people out there who've not seen twin peaks, which is a, a tragedy. You got to deal with that. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a backwards little guy, isn't it? No, he went, he didn't do it. No, no, no. but that like gum it? you like is about to come back in style. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one other thing about Hamilton and I'll shut up about it. Okay. Um, on YouTube, Adam Savage did a tour of their backstage on the San Francisco, uh, San Francisco production. Cool. And, um, so he did like one about props. They did one about costumes and one about wigs, but they also did one about audio. Huh? And you want to talk about a job yeah. that is, I, I watched this guy do just, just an example. He was like, this is my normal, like how I normally do this. Um, they've got like a killer Digico board back there and everything is, um, everybody's mic'd up, mm-hmm. you know, primaries have two mics so that they can be flipped over. Um, the, the band like levels and stuff are completely automated. They've, everything is run through Ableton. The guy who programmed the Ableton session is in the credits of the movie. Huh? Like that's how much of a, like a hot shot that guy is. That's like cool. that's how much they're, they're doing in that production with that's Ableton. Um, and he gets his own, like he gets his own credit under Ableton programmer. Um, but like this, none of the, none of the vocal stuff is automated in any way. Hmm. So this guy, and, and so I was just watching him do this. So he's got this full script in front of him and um, 
all the channels are numbered and he's got little dots and numbers by each line. And he's literally like flipping the pages as the show goes. And he's going like this. He's going flap, 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 flap. Like that, he's manually like turning the mics up each and turning line, them down. Line by line. Right. Oh, incredible. And for those of you who have not seen that show, it is a fast paced show. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Um, I, I read something like they did, they did a statistic. It's, it's, it has more words than like, any other two and a half hour show in Broadway history. At, at a said, normal Broadway pace, it'd be like an eight hour show or something. Yeah. They said 46 hours. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Like there's, there are periods where they're doing five words per second for like stretches, like three to five minutes. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you the, um, um, being right up close with them, the way they filmed that just, just made the whole thing. So, so much more, um, tremendous. Yeah. Did, now did Adam Savage, um, cover the stage, the stage itself? Not really. Like there was a little bit of that. They were, because they were talking about how things got in and out. Um, it's the moving like, portions of the stage that blow my mind. It's yeah. so, so great. For those of you who haven't seen Hamilton, it's, it's basically, it, it's, it's a big open space with scaffolding across the back of the walls and the center of the, like the actual stage where the, where the actors are, there is, um, a basically like a three tiered. Imagine a donut, a donut with a donut hole. Well, the, but there's two independent parts. Yeah, well, the donut rotates and the donut hole rotates. Both of them spin independent from the frame that they're in. Third one in the middle that may be completely stationary. Okay. That, so, okay. That could be, that could be. But the point is there's like, and they, they use it, they use it to move stuff around and people around. And it's, it's great. It's great. So just to, so there's, there's periods where like the different layers of the turntable are spinning in opposite yeah. directions. And like, there's apparently this whole, like, there's like a psychology behind that, that like, if it's spinning, if it spins counterclockwise, it's showing the progression of time. And if it's spinning counterclockwise, it's showing like, well, I mean, there's literally a song that goes back in time in the middle of it, and the whole stage starts to rotate backward on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was, um, they were saying that like the guy who plays Aaron Burr always walks in a straight line, mm -hmm. where Hamilton is always like riding the turntable, yep. because he's always looking for angles and stuff. Like it's there's there's a psychology to the thing that's just absolutely fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they use they use the movement of the floor as part of the characterization, right? It's like it's just beyond genius. Yeah, it's it's it is super intense. Yeah. Um, and if you aren't a musical theater person, like just let that go and watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're not like a rap fan, you should let that let go. That you go should also watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Um, it's just it was I was blown away, like moved in a very like real significant way, yeah. sitting in my living room. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine what it would be like in person. Totally. And I because they're not doing it right now. They were supposed to do it in Atlanta. I think like right now, uh. and they can't. And they're not. They're not. So, I'm well, fine. We got it. You know, we're all giving away money. For real, for real. Guys, I think I, I feel pretty good about this. Me too. I think we got it done. Covered some ground. We talked about we talked about school not going back. We yep. talked about canceling shows. Merch. We talked about about merch, 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 and also designing stuff. Designing stuff. So yeah, pretty cool, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week of conversations about music even though you can't play it it's important it is it's important it for us to even just to vent i think this is a good exercise for everybody just to listen to two guys who are just flat out frustrated That's right. with the world around them 
and just trying to make sense of it. Um, I'm hoping to get some creative stuff put together. I'm talking with some, some folks about putting something together just to, just to do something different. So that's where we're at, but thank you for your continued support. Um, I, I did look at the numbers. We are, we're closing in on like 20,000 plays this year, Sweet. even with the downturn. All right. That's not nothing. Um, Something. And we, we don't take a single one of you for granted. If you like what you hear, um, you know, please rate us on the podcast platform of your choice. If you would like to hear something specific, hit us up on any of our channels. We would love to hear from you. It would give us something important to talk about uh, versus just the general chaos going on around us. So hit us up on our uh, email, coverbandconfidential.gmail.com or at the all new coverbandconfidential.com. I'm going to go ahead and call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 111. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice facebook.com slash coverbandconfidential instagram at coverbandconfidential and twitter at coverbandconfid if you have any questions please email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com slash coverbandconfidential and for more info check out www.coverbandconfidential.com <laughs>